Have you ever found yourself struggling to stay on top of things, running out of time, or feeling overwhelmed? You aren't alone. Welcome to the Implementation Experiment. This podcast will save you time, energy, and money by focusing on helping you master foundational principles for having your life work well. Implementation is key to getting consistent, predictable results. You are what you consistently do. The biggest gap in our society today is the lack of consistent implementation. But we do this with a twist. We focus on who you are being in conjunction with what you are doing. And we share principles that support you not only to succeed, but to have a competitive edge. Hi, I'm Christiana, and I'm here with your co-host, Anita Berger. We're here to help you tie what you learn to what you do. So let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of the Implementation Experiment. I'm Anita. And I'm Christiana. Welcome, everyone. It's so wonderful to have you here this week. The last few weeks, we've been talking about uh, some really amazing topics. Uh, We talked about the choice. We talked about finding the good. We last week was focusing on understanding. This week is a really powerful uh, topic. We are talking about meeting them where they're at, which is oh my gosh, it's something Christiana, you and I are practicing this daily, and we are taking it so deep and and it's becoming such a part of our lives. Absolutely uh, amazing. Do you want to do you want to share with people what meeting them where they're at means to you? Absolutely. Well, this month, the the through line of this whole month is the power of perspective, right? And we, as we've talked about the choice, we can choose whether to come from ego or spirit. And we have that. We've been exercising that already. And finding the good, I feel like me, if I haven't done all the other steps of choosing to see it from a place of spirit, finding the good, like really what is... um, Somebody said this the other day and they said, you can even find things to admire about a rapist. Now, let's say the behavior is completely unacceptable and will be handled, right? And, and punished. However, it, that doesn't make the entire thing. There's still other things that you can admire, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that that's controversial, but I didn't really understand it until you, until that perspective was given to me because it doesn't take out, it doesn't take away one behavior, doesn't take away everything from the person. Right. And the person truly is separate from the behavior. Mm -hmm. There's the person and then the behavior. And so when that really made a massive difference for me in really meeting them where they're at, however, the way that I look at it is whenever I'm frustrated with somebody or I'm, you know, needing to really address the choice that I'm making mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because I'm assigning what I think they should be doing. And if they're not living up to my manufactured identity of, oh, well, you should be here or you should be doing it this way, or somehow I'm like queen decision maker, right? If they, if I make up these rules or these I these ideas of where people should be, and I'm holding them to a standard that sometimes and oftentimes they don't even know about. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like somehow judging them from the gap in between. What you can't see is I'm holding up my hands with the gap. But <laughs> again, this is the what's fundamental is if you can just meet people where they're at, when you've already looked at what they're good at or what, what they do well, and you understand their point of view, all of a sudden you can now just go to where they're at and appreciate them for what they're doing and who they are in that moment. 
Right. Absolutely. That is meeting them where they're at. Mm -hmm. Not where you decide you think they should be, but Mm -hmm. where they truly, truly are. Right. And that for me is a, has been a big challenge. And I've really been working on this and it's shifting the quality of my life. I'm no longer being judge and jury over everyone. I'm just allowing people to live their lives and be who they are. And I'm just focusing on doing mine the way that I feel like I should live mine. Yeah. You made a really good point there. When we're not meeting people where they're at, we are actually judging them. A hundred percent. We're judging them for where they are in their path. Uh, A lot of work that my husband and I do, uh, we do some work with native uh, spirituality and ceremonies. We have been taught for like 15 plus years that you meet people where they're at because Mm -hmm. if you bring people into a new environment, uh, we do, my husband and I facilitate sweat lodges. If you've never been out there, I don't care if you're five years old or 85 years old, you're considered a child because you don't know the, the, the expectations, the rules, the parameters of the environment you're walking into. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter who you are. If you're new to the, to the, uh, space, we meet you where you, you, you're at, we walk you through everything so that you can adapt and learn and, and be in the same mindset. Now that isn't to say that applies necessarily in the outside world, as far as teaching people what you want them to do, but it's right. that when we go into a situation, whether we're coaching somebody, I'm dealing with a new tenant, find the good, meet them where they're at, like understanding them, meeting where they're at and just letting them know what I, yes, expect of them. Like as far as a tenant, here's, here's what we've agreed to, but also just meeting them where they're at. Cause sometimes we have tenants that, oh, you know, as much as I'd like to pay on the first, I don't get paid till the fifth. Okay. I'll meet you where you're at and not making them bad, not judging them for, you know, oh goodness, how dare you not have your finances in order, which makes them feel bad. And then they behave, behave in a way that is even worse for what, you know, our standards are. And it, it just folds like unfolds continually when you're coming from a place of understanding them and then go to their level. It's like expecting somebody with um, maybe they're paralyzed from the waist down, expecting them to run a marathon. Yeah, they can't. So why are you expecting them to do something that they physically cannot do? Yeah. And that's the exact same thing that we're talking about. Like if we don't meet people where they're at, it's like asking somebody in a wheelchair to run a, a marathon. Well, and I want to bring it back to a point uh, that you said, which I really, I really love. And one is if we're not meeting someone where they're at, we are judging, which truly is criticism mm-hmm. and criticism, the true art mom, my definition of criticism is not being able to experience whatever it is. Yeah. Right. So if I'm criticizing that somehow I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm unable to experience it. So then I'm making them wrong about it. Right. Yes. And what's, if, What's fundamental, and I really want to bridge this understanding, um, which embodies meeting people where they're at. Every person is inherently good. We all have good intentions. You know, if you think of a time, I want you to, wherever you're at, unless you're driving the car, don't close your eyes, but I want you to pause and think, when was a time you did someone wrong? Maybe you behaved poorly, or you did something that you just don't feel so great about, right? And if you think about that, did you have bad intentions? Nine times out of 10, no, 
right? You were just like, okay, that was the best choice given what was going on. Okay. That was my best choice in the moment. Mm -hmm. What if someone does that to you? We're ready to take out the ax, man, and be like, how dare you? You're so, wow, you're intentionally mean. Well, really, if you think about it, we're all making the best choice that we can in the moment. So if we can meet people where they're at and understand that everybody's inherently good, we're all beautiful and who we are and our behavior are two different things. Yeah. So it just, this is really meeting them where they're at is the highest form of honoring another person, which is really seeing them as the beautiful spirit, the loving person that they truly are, whether the behavior reflects that or not. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is when you meet someone where they're at and yeah, absolutely honor them and, and appreciate them, they rise up, mm -hmm. right? There's a, I think I've spoke about him before. There's a lovely homeless man in our community. And he goes through the dumpsters. And oh, yes, you have. Yeah. And he takes like bottles and, and recyclable items and, and he repurposes them. Man, I show that young man love, appreciation. I have stopped when I've been on my way home from meet, a meeting with, you know, a, a, you know, those portable takeout boxes of coffee and muffins or donuts. I have literally drove around town looking for him. Like, here you go. I just had a meeting. Just thought I'd, you know, you could use this and really enjoy it. And, and this young man, uh, we have some apartments in town and every once in a while, you know, stuff happens. We've had some fire extinguishers taken from the building. He has come and returned them to us. Said, oh, hey, I saw these on the road and I brought them back. Wow. All because we meet him where he's at. He's in a place where he's happy. He's happy going through and finding the stuff that needs or could go in the trash. He's appreciative that we, you know, if we have some extra clothes that he could use, we give them to that. We give them to him. We'll give him like coffee and donuts and stuff. And he's like happier than ever to reciprocate. And it creates a relationship with people then that's beautiful and well, lovely. And he's a great example. So let's look at this as an example of what we do in life. So we see someone like that and we think, oh, you're on the street. That's bad. You should be in a house. So instead of just honoring him for where he's at, we try to put him in a house. Well, he may or may not want to be in a house, mm -hmm. but now we're judging him about, oh, well, you don't, you, it was snowing. You should be in a, well, maybe, but again, who are we to decide what that person's reality is? Yes, some people do want to move into that space, but are we unanimously saying this is what you should be doing because it makes me uncomfortable? Exactly. That's you. You hit it right bang on. We if we don't meet people where they're at, it's because their circumstance makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like 100 percent. Yeah, it shouldn't matter. And. Let, let's be clear. If it's somebody doing something that is in violation of laws and standards, you know, like you're talking about, you know, sexual violations and, you know, breaking into people's homes and stealing stuff like that, that isn't appropriate. However, right. we're not condoning that at no, all whatsoever. At all. But but, make the point. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's about just not being in judgment, not criticizing and, and like, Hey, this is where they're at. Okay. Let's not impose what we think they should be doing into their, in their life, they will um, rise up on their own. There was a friend of mine told me a story about his alcoholic mother and he was in judgment forever. You know, 
you know, mom, you shouldn't be drinking. Mom, you shouldn't be doing drugs. And the day he said to her, like they put, they put her into rehab a few times, nothing worked. The day he loved her for where she was at and accepted her I'm like, mom, I love you. This is a battle. I get it. I'm here for you. Within a month, she stopped drinking and never drank again. Cause well, he and affected her a hundred percent. And that leads me to a point. You can only ever fix a problem. You can never fix a person. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. You can only ever fix a problem. You can never fix a person. The only way to heal or help a person is to admire and validate what they're doing right. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, you will have, and we both have people <laughs> in our lives, and you're laughing because you know. We all have people in our lives that challenge this. And I have my angel who's challenging me and I'm working on it. But what I'm, what I realize is the more that I validate what's going right, the more that I validate what they're doing, the more that I find the good, the more that I focus on understanding, the more that I'm feeding what's inherently beautiful about that person, the more they are actually blossoming in their lives. Mm-hmm. But if you go after what people already know what they're doing wrong, they don't need to be reminded because it's just like saying, don't spill the milk. And then the kid spills the milk because you told them to You put their attention on not doing it. So now they do it. And now you blame them for something that you projected, right? It's, it, it's ridiculous. And it's a complete mind shift. But I will tell you these principles, understanding the power of perspective, understanding that you build people up only, despite all invitations otherwise, right? <laughs> despite all invitations otherwise, you constantly build people up. You, you choose to look at it from a spiritual perspective. You choose to find the good. You choose to understand and you meet them where they're at. And I will tell you, the world will open at your feet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just like that homeless guy yeah. that is looking after your properties now because you're not trying to change him. You're meeting him where he's at. You're helping him when you have extra stuff and you have now validated him as a human being, even though he doesn't fit what people think the rules of a human being should be. Mm -hmm. Yes. And in the process of meeting people where they're at, you have a conversation, you, you learn more about them and you choose, choose to find the good in those, when you're having those conversations and understand them. And suddenly you learn things that maybe you didn't know. Mm -hmm. you know, and it creates a rapport or it creates a relationship. And then the people that you're doing that with, they feel safe. They do. They feel safe to, to fall down and make mistakes without being judged. And if you feel safe, just like children, if they feel safe with their parents, there's nothing they won't tell them. And there's nothing they can't accomplish. Exactly. There's no limitations. When you, when you're meeting people where they're at, they know it's safe to take a step forward, possibly fall, possibly like, you know, totally screw things up, but you're still there meeting them where they're at, focusing on understanding them. And, and it allows everybody to rise up together because it's safe. 100%. And again, it really comes back because in season one, we talked about multiple viewpoints. So the more that you do this, the more you're expanding your viewpoints, the more flexible you become, the more open and the more abundance you attract into your life. The more you criticize, the less abundance you'll have. Mm -hmm. 
because you're criticizing because there's a part of you that's done something like that or is uncomfortable with that. And that's something on you, not on them. You're, you are inflicting. It's like when people are crying and people try to shove a tissue and get them to stop, it's because they're uncomfortable, not because the person is right. So again, really understand that the high, when you go through these processes of perspective and you see that other other's point of view, you understand where they're coming from. It's very easy to meet them where they're at. And if you're having an issue with it, go back. Listen, this, this month, especially is the best month to keep going back, keep listening, because the more that you can start mastering this and implementing this, the more your life will work, the more doors will open for you, the more prosperity you'll attract, because you're going to start putting out pluses, positives. And when the more positives you put out, the more you're going to get back. And they just keep going. You keep putting more and more out and you're going to find you attract more and more wonderful things back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if you shared this, but even if you have, I would love for you to share it again. Your mom is spectacular at doing this. And she recently had a hospital stay, uh, which she could have chose to put a lot of negativity and blah, garbage out there, but she chose nothing but positive. And the experience of other people, like the staff and other patients was spectacular. Can you talk about that? Because that is the epitome of just putting positive stuff out there by choice and how okay. it. Yeah. Well, actually my mother did this whole experiment or this whole power of perspective. When I picked her up that morning, she said, I'm choosing to have a great day. It's going to be a great day. I've decided. So anything that didn't fit with that, she put back into choosing to see the positive in it. Right. So we went to the doctor's office and she had an episode where she ended up in the ER well, she found the good. She was like, oh my gosh, it happened in the doctor's office. It happened when you were here. So I wasn't alone. You know, she got everything she needed. She got a free ride all the way over in a wheelchair where we got to play and create a game. And we did like a little race to see how quickly we could get there. And so we played, but she decided it was only going to be good. She was only going to have a great experience. And every single person that walked into her room, she set the tone and they were amazing. And even when the doctors came in, which I found personally horrific, they would come in and they go, Oh, how are you today? Like if anyone was on the borderline of being a victim, that was like the biggest open door invitation. And my mom's like, I don't know what you're worried about. I feel great. And they were like, (laughs) and, and I, I make fun of it, but that's where she was. She was like, She's like, I get from your perspective, you know, what's amazing is you're going to find out that I'm going to be fine. And she told them what their viewpoint was going to be. And, and what was amazing is every single person wanted to be around her because they wanted that. They, she was like the the flame that all the moths were attracting to, because all she did was focus on understanding the other person's point of view, reinforced everything that was amazing about them, no matter what they were experiencing. The woman couldn't find the vein. She's like, but you know what? You have the best bedside manner. Do you realize that? Oh my gosh. And you know what? I love that. And she just built them up next time they found the vein right away because instead of going, you know, fear and whatever, she just said, no, it's going to be great. And she would build every person up to the point where nobody wanted to lose her as a patient. Yeah. And what I think is beautiful that your mom is a living embodiment of everything we're talking about this month. 100%. And we could call it the power of perspective, or we could 
call it the power of Lois. Like really (laughs) anytime I've seen her in action, that's exactly what she does. She has the choice. She chooses to find the good and the positive. She, you know, like she always reframes everything. She understands, she reinforces positive things in people and she meets them where they're at. Like the nurse that can't find the vein. Oh, like it wasn't, she didn't focus on, oh, the vein, you can't find the vein. Wow, you are an amazing nurse, which lifted her up. And the next time she came in to see your mom, everything goes smoothly. Well, and let me do full disclosure here because what I love about us is that we're real and we are transparent. And let me tell you, my big stick with my mother, my whole life is you let everyone take advantage of you. You see the good, you need to stand up for yourself, defend yourself. And I was ready to like fight, you know? And my mom's like, hi, we're good, all's good. I'm like, you have no backbone. And what I realized is my whole life, I came from like this fighter perspective of like, you know, to get where I'm at. And what I realized is my mother's been the gift of demonstrating just how to live with this ease and grace all along. And she's only ever had a happy life. (laughs) because she's navigated and I've had lots of ups and downs. And what I realized is it took me years of like my own personal development to get to what I always had all along. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands, tens of thousands of dollars are being right. I know personal development when your mom was just teaching you every day. Yeah. Yeah. my, My mom was demonstrating it and living it every day. And I just couldn't see it. Like, and so if you're sitting here going, well, I don't know, be like, Hey, I came from that perspective. I had to train myself out of that. You know, the, you know, but I know I'm right. Well, you can be right and you can criticize and you can be broke Mm -hmm. or you, and, and you can attract negative things to happen to you, or you can let the other person be right. It doesn't matter because we're each right from our own perspective anyway. But if you focus on understanding what their perspective is, you can see how that behavior makes sense given what they, their viewpoints are, right? Like their things. So again, it's your choice. You can have your life be ease and grace and fun and play and game, or you can fight and turn around. People are wrong and world's against you. It's totally up to you. But no matter whether you choose or not, you're choosing. Yes. And that's what the power of perspective is. This month has been my most favorite month because it really is encapsulating everything that we've been learning and the quality of my life, flipping the house and having this experience moment by moment, day by day of having all these choices and all these invitations to experience and behave otherwise, but really developing that muscle. And this month has been spectacular. Yes, absolutely. It is one of my favorite uh, series. And I, I have listened, full disclosure, I'm listening to them again, even though, you know, we've designed it, we've talked about it. Uh, I'm going back and like, oh, yeah, I have to remember the choice. And just taking a bit being like they're short, these these podcasts are, you know, 20 minutes or so going back and listening to them, reinforcing them, reminding yourself that there is there is power in getting perspective. So okay. Thank you for listening. If you have not caught previous like season one uh, of our podcast, please go back and listen to that. We have uh, all this season two. This is the uh, fourth episode of season two now. Yeah. Fourth episode. No. No, gosh, it's October. Oh my gosh. I was thinking. We already did. This is our second month. We're halfway through season two. (laughs) This is amazing. And I want to, I really want to just go back to what our fundamental principle is. 
it's all about implementation. It doesn't matter what you know, it's, it matters what you implement. As you implement, you truly know, you embody. So remember, visit us on Facebook, visit us on Instagram at the Implementation Experiment and remember, tie what you learn to what you do. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.